0: This is the third time I've tried to do this episode um, because today I also recorded uh, Bolshevik stuff. And so I was kind of waiting for Kevin. And then whenever we were having technical difficulties and I thought it would be like a whole thing, I would come on here and try and talk. And then it just like never (laughs) was adequate. Um, But it's the hating. Hi. Hey, what's up? Um, So today I want to talk about giving people rides, Uh, whether that would be you getting a ride or you giving a ride or something like that. The act of like, you know, asking other people for transportation. And uh, unfortunately, that is something that we all have to deal with. You know, we live in commuter culture. We live in a country where the automobile industry, the automotive industry, is one of the most powerful lobbying groups that we have, that we have ever had, you know, between Henry Ford and everybody else. uh, That's what makes America move. That is what we have to deal with. So because of that, we have no public transit. There's no public transportation there is really no way to get around freely and cheaply you know and most people can't walk to their job and to amenities most people can't really ride a bike to their amenities and jobs and stuff you know or I mean technically you could but it would be you know inefficient time wise so you have to drive and you know like we have Ubers and we have Lyfts and all that bullshit uh, these companies that are capitalizing on the fact that we live in a car-based country, um, but what are you going to do? You know, you can't really do much aside from you know trying to play electoralism and make you know your municipal uh, municipality just like you know have more buses and shit. But we all have to get rides, essentially, right? It it, it is going to be very difficult for you to be an American and live in America um, without access to a vehicle, whether it is yours. Or a friend or, you know, a a car for hire, right? You know, all of us, know, people who don't have driver's license and have never driven a car, but they live in a city, you know? And so within like their very, very, very tight knit microcosm, they can take the subway and they can get taxis and stuff. But for a lot of us who don't live in, you know, hyper condensed urban areas, like you have to drive, right? Like, where I grew up, like, out in Western Maryland, like, everyone got their license as soon as they could. And obviously, like, it was, like, a working middle-class area, so cheap cars were available to people. And I guess I'm flexing privilege on the fact that I was able to get a car when I was, like, 16, you know? it wasn't a good car it was a volvo that was owned by my neighbors and it had like two hundred thousand miles on it when i got the fucking car because they had taught all of their it was like the entire family's like kids first car thing and all their kids were like fucking grown by the time i came around and came of age to get a car, and so when, like, my mom was talking about me needing a vehicle, they were just like, oh, this shit's been sitting out front forever. Like, take it. It's fucking cheap. So I, like, I ended up buying it for, like, really cheap from my own money of, you know, my first job type of... You know what I mean? Some typical white, middle-class American small-town bullshit, but... You know, like, when I was old enough to fucking drive, I was the rides. I was... I think I was the first in the friend group to get their license, I think. If not, I was the second. But I mean, like, I remember those days very vividly where I was everyone's ride everywhere, all the homies. If you wanted to go to the fucking, to a party or to fast food or to the mall or to, you know, wherever the fuck, I was always the ride. And now was just like, you know, you accept the role you know people give you gas money people smoke you up people give you free whatever the fuck they'll pay for your shit like in turn for you like providing your labor of driving and I I I mean I was used to that and so then as I got older and situations morph like you know for instance like when I would come home from college like I didn't have a dedicated vehicle and so I was dependent upon my homies to drive me from the airport back home or from the airport to wherever we were crashing and then if I needed to go anywhere I had to ask people for rides and so it became a kind of like this barter system of like, yeah, give me a ride and I'll smoke you out. Give me a ride, I'll give you cigarettes. Give me a ride, I'll pay for your food if we go here. If you want to give me a ride to the fucking liquor store, I'll buy you a 40. If you want to give me a ride to Burger King, I'll buy you chicken nuggets type of shit. And, you know, i that's kind of how it still is now, right? Like you still have people who like want hacks for those who don't live in Baltimore. That's kind of like underground taxi service type of thing where you make a hand motion, people pick you up and give them what you can. They give you a ride as far as they're willing to, but like on the other end of that, like I know a lot of people who don't drive, who don't want to drive and sort of just kind of expect people to drive them around, you know, like, there are a lot of people who just are afraid to drive or don't want to drive, who, like, who can't afford to have a car, thus they don't have a license and stuff like that. And, you know, everyone who doesn't drive has you know, their own reason not to. And some of them are fine. Others are kind of shitty or whatever, but that's neither here nor there. But the fact is, like, there are people who don't drive and people who do drive. And, you know, there's a lot of people who don't drive who kind of just expect people to drive them around and sometimes it becomes predatory and one-sided and shitty, you know I I know my fair share of people who just sort of expect to get rides whenever they need one, you know because of your social relationship to them whether they're your partner, your friend, your co-worker your boss, your whatever, your roommate, your neighbor they just kind of think and you know, oh, I got this in my back pocket anytime that I need a ride, I can hit up this person and they'll inevitably give me their shit which is fucked up, right at the same time, like Everyone does have the homies where like, if I needed a ride, I could call you at any time of day or night and you would probably come get me if it's an emergency. Everyone needs that, right? I am that person for, uh, you know, for some people, you know, there are some friends and family members and, you know, chosen family included in the term family member where it's like, yo, if you ever need a ride, like day or night like I got you you know what I mean your car breaks down you get arrested you are too drunk to drive things like that you know what I mean you can't just get home you know you can't walk you can't get the fucking bus a lot of times buses don't fucking run you know what I mean so you're gonna need a ride somewhere and everyone needs to have like that lifeline that support system where you can get a ride sometimes it sucks when you are the driver you know And I've been in that situation many times where I have felt taken advantage of because I had the car and the person knew at the end of the day, I would never tell them no. And I took, I felt taken advantage of, you know, and then at the same time, like I recognize now, you know, my wise old age that I was the same way. Like there were people who I just expected to always pick up the phone and people who I always expected to give me a ride whether it was a couple blocks or a couple miles or a couple, you know, increments of 15, 30 minutes, right? When I got back from fucking school before I had a fucking car and I was floating between Hagerstown and Baltimore, like... I expected the homies to give me a ride whenever I needed one. And I didn't realize how much that sucked until I got a car. And then I became that person for the other homies. And I quickly was pissed off about it but you know you always hear about this shit where there are friends who realize that they were just used for rides and you can see that social dynamic playing up pretty well right where one member of the partnership one member of the household one member of the friend group has a car or one doesn't you know and so it's either someone's always being asked or someone's always asking for rides and it becomes normalized and all that stuff. And it's just like, it gets weird. Let's be honest, it gets fucking weird. Like, we're not taxi services. And I will say, like, if everyone's being respectful and communicative and it's like, yeah, I'll give you rides, but you have to pay for gas every time or give me this much money a week or a month and like, I'll give you rides whenever it's convenient for me. Like, that's kind of like how I had to do it in college where my I was living off campus my, oh, very far. Like, I could not feasibly get to campus from where we lived. It would have taken like an hour bike ride to a bus that would have taken like over an hour to get to campus type of thing so i was very much like reliant on my roommate who had a car and we would fight about like the validity of getting rides and giving rides and stuff like that and you know, looking back i was a fucking a prick a lot of times but we still eventually developed a system where it was like i would give them money periodically so they would shut the fuck up about giving me rides when i needed them to that wasn't convenient for them particularly you know and then like in more recent stuff like i have had social situations where i was sort of expected you know and it was either me perceiving the situation as me being expected or me straight up being expected by the other person to drive them two things to pick them up from things and resentment grows if you're not all on the same page you know and it happens very quickly and it does and, and it sucks because you need to get places and it's not convenient to get places so you have to get a ride sometimes you know like there is a lot of class issues and economic issues involved with owning a car let alone being able to drive at a certain age you know having the luxury of being taught and then getting that car in high school or in college or whatever the fuck right we take that for granted a lot like especially like in the middle class and like the working class but like you're fortunate enough to have these amenities where you had like the family car where you had like the relative who would sell you some for cheap where you had like the neighbor who had like the junker that you could get right like where you had like parents who could teach you how to drive or who Also, your parents also had a fucking license and could. You know what I'm saying? Like, driving is an insane privilege anywhere else in the the world. But in America, it is, like, this very entitled act. Like, it really is something where we're just, like, expected to be able to do it. And it's weird. You know? I drive for a living. I have no problem with driving people around in my spare time. Because I've cultivated... uh, My surrounding to where like my my friends, my family aren't going to take advantage of me but I remember very vividly like motherfuckers feeling they're entitled to my time and my transportation services flip it I was also I also felt entitled to people's time it's a weird thing you know it's a weird thing I still feel guilty asking for rides I still feel weird you know if I'm drunk, if I'm you know, like let's say we go somewhere and you give me a ride, and but I need to go home immediately, right? I feel weird about asking people to drive me places. I feel very out of control. You know what I mean? It, it's weird. It, it sucks. Not it sucks not being able to conveniently get to where you need to go under any circumstances. But that is the society that we live in to where, like, if you don't have a car and you weren't able to operate that motor vehicle at any given point, you're going to have to ask for a ride. And either you're asking it in terms of like paying for a service, like an Uber taxi thing, or you're using social currency and you're asking the homies or the family or something. And sometimes motherfuckers don't want to do that, you know, it sucks, but that's just the reality of the situation. And that's the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Um, and Andrew and I really appreciate that you continue to listen to The Hatening. If you like the show, please like and subscribe. Do that wherever you're listening to podcasts. Tell your friends. It'd be fucking awesome if you did that. Um, you can find The Hatening on all social media platforms. And from there, you can find the individual profiles for myself and Andrew. Um, I'm Lord Hooper at everything. Uh, he is Future Sucks and Andrew Braun says, respectively. Uh, we have two other podcasts that we do together. Uh, one is Bolchevix with my friend Kevin. That's a politics show. The other is The Fish That Breaks the Surface, which is a book club uh, podcast for Berserk, the manga series. Uh, we do that with our friend Nick from NASA 8. Uh, check those out if you want to. Uh, I think you do want to. Uh, uh, you know, But as always, just take care of yourself and the people around you, and don't forget to tell your friends you love them.